Section C. The Principle of Individuation What makes being to be individual? John is one being because of his act of being, one man because of his form. But what makes him to be John and not Peter? This is the question of the principle of individuation. What is an individual? It comes from the Latin individuum, which means undivided. It implies something which is both, one, undivided in itself, and two, divided from everything else. There may be something which has one, but not two, something which is one in itself, but not divided from everything else, from other things. The concept of man, for example, is one in itself, but is not divided from all men. It is found in all men. The individual is one in itself and also divided from everything else, unique. The unity of man in me is also in you, but my individuality is only in me. The uniqueness of an individual is that it is divided from everything else. In this sense, it is the opposite of universal, which is the abstract concept. Universal is what is one in itself, but found in many at the same time. The universal has unity, but it does not have individuality. It is one in many. The sensible world is made up of individual things. We are surrounded by individual beings. There are no concepts walking around. Concepts are all in the mind. After discussing the unity of being on the transcendental level, we also have to ask ourselves this, what about the unity of the individual as such? Where does it come from? This is the analysis of the ultimate and specific reason for the real concreteness of essence and form. How are the essence and the form concretized? By themselves, the essence and the form are not concrete. Let us make three important observations. The specific essence is 1. Really multiplied by the individuals, 2. Singularized by them, and 3. It subsists substantially in them. For example, man is multiplied by, singularized by, and subsists in John, Peter, etc. does not subsist in itself. Consequently, we can say that the essence of material beings must have a substantial potency as the foundation of multiplication. This potency cannot be in the form since the form is act and thereby a principle of unity, not of multiplicity. Therefore, the principle of individuation is to be found in matter. We can formulate this conclusion thus, just as the diversity of forms produces diversity of specific essences, the diversity of individual matter, which is intrinsically incommunicable, produces only diversity of individuals within the same species. However, prime matter as such, as we have seen, is the principle of indetermination, and therefore cannot be as such the principle of individuation. Even though this principle is found in it, let us look at the individual things we see in the material world. What makes them concrete? What makes them to be this one here and not that one there? Their quantity or bulk. It is quantity that determines matter concretely to be this matter and not that. 
Quantity is an accident that makes matter extended with parts outside parts. Extension means that it can be traversed, one part after another, and it makes material substances distinct from one another in a concrete way. It is here, therefore, that the principle of individuation lies in matter marked by quantity. Thus, the principle of individuation of John is to be found in the matter from which John has come, marked by the quantity that he had. This is why children resemble their parents, because the individuality of children is determined by the concretized matter of their parents, and this is why the human soul, which is directly created by God, is different from all other souls, because it is created for this body alone. God does not create all souls identical. They are all differentiated, since they are all individualized by the bodies. There is no reincarnation.